What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, are you sick of hearing my voice read you ads at the beginning of every episode? Then I have news for you. It's officially launched. The Patreon is live. You can go to anwd.net slash Patreon or patreon.com slash Matt Slayer and join the Patreon. No more having to hear me read ads and talk about the awesome Patreon. Oh, did I mention the video versions are moving there too? October 1st, the Vimeo VOD store is closing down. All 114 episodes that are on Vimeo are moving to the Patreon. All episodes, including this one, going forward are on the Patreon at the $10 tier. Seriously, for 10 cents a day, you can directly support this show. And if you get in at five bucks or more, you start getting IMDb credits and mentioned in all the content I make. The beautiful part about the Patreon is it's not just the Now We Drink content. It's my video content. It is gaming content. It was BTS. It's a whole bunch of shit. I have an idea for some other stuff I'm going to be working on that's going to go to the Patreon first. So if you want to support me as a creator and you want to see all my wackiness, not just in Now We Drink, check out the fucking Patreon and you'll never have to hear me do a goddamn ad read again. Everything on there, ad free. Hell, even at the $3 tier, you get the audio versions ad-free and early. Once again, patreon.com slash mattslayer or awd.net slash patreon. We are also brought to you this week by my Twitch stream. And uh, some of the Twitch content will be on Patreon. But if you want to just come hang on the Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash mattfnslayer. I am streaming multiple times a week. Come hang. And if you are a gamer... Come join the community. We do a community game night every Thursday night. We play Goose Goose Duck. It's a lot of fun. If you're into Among Us, Goose Goose Duck is better. So come hang twitch.tv slash Matt Effenslayer. Last but certainly not least is my Amazon affiliate link. I know you're buying shit on Amazon. Everyone is. So go into the show description, click on the affiliate link, and then buy it to your heart's content. I just get a little kickback. It costs you nothing extra, but 10 seconds of your time to click on the affiliate link. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anyways, let's get on with the fucking show. My guest this week is adult performer Lita Letris. This one uh, was a little bit of a slow burn. I will freely admit it. But by the end of the show, it is just ridiculous. Necrophilia, heavy BDSM, all sorts of wild shit. Lita is a, definitely an interesting character. We talked about her days throwing punk parties back in Oakland. A lot of fun. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. fuck's sake if you were still at walmart there's a good chance like statistically you'd be on welfare and that would be no fun yeah it's true <sighs> not that there's anything wrong with being on welfare but there's no problem, but there's a problem with working a full-time job and still needing welfare when you know you're owned yeah. by billionaires yeah. As we well get- i i used to wait i used to work on food trucks and then i waited tables and then i was like a bartender waitress 
And then I was like working at a grocery store. And then I like moved up and was doing computer stuff there. And I was doing this all the time. It was actually cool. I got a lot, I got a lot done. So I moved upstairs. I had more time. (laughs) As much as like on air, I don't like to talk to people like about how they got in the industry. It's generally most people are like, had a weird path to end up here. Not it's, most people don't. No, I just trailed off on my old jobs. Like I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about my job. Now I was just like, I worked at Walmart. I did this other thing. I, I did. I actually drove a food truck for a long time that had no shocks, a cupcake truck with no shocks in it. How do that sounds like really messy cupcakes. It really sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Just frosting everything. I can't even like believe that that was my job for like nine months of my life. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny. It is. It is. A big ass. Like it was like a ice cream truck style box truck. Like a, the, yeah. I worked on another food truck before that, but I didn't drive that one. Did the cupcake truck like have the same, you know, ring that like the ice cream truck did to people come running. No, we didn't like ring and like no, it had no, it wasn't like that cool. They just yeah, no. Nah, it was it was uh it was like fancy cupcakes though. They were good. Like <laughs> where where do they compare to sprinkles? What sprinkles? Oh out here in LA they have like the uh, cupcake ATM for the mall. I actually don't even eat sugar anymore. <laughs> The one to you, the white claw, the white claw. Well, not a lot. Two grams. I mean, depending on the substance, then you know, the two grams could be quite a bit. I not drink. sugar, but I can't. I just don't eat anything like super sweet anymore. But yeah, no. When I used to, though, she made these like Nutella cookies. They were crazy. They like a scoop. They were like. I'll just tell you, I'll tell you how she made them. They were like a traditional chocolate chip cookie batter without the chocolate chips. And then like she, she would put a little bit of Nutella, I think in the batter or something. She would, I don't know, but they were just like a chocolate chip cookie. And then she'd like push them down like a thumbprint and she'd put like a scoop of Nutella in the middle. It was so freaking good. I was like, God damn it. I literally just ate. Now I'm hungry again. I know. I'm sorry. No need to apologize. I I don't even like eat that stuff anymore. So I'm like actually listening to it. And I'm like, if I ate that right now, I would probably like vomit. <laughs> but it it was, yeah. You could just make them. I, I mean, I could, but I won't. Well, you're missing out. No, because I'd probably horribly butcher them and then be like, "What the fuck? This recipe's bullshit." <laughs> I have very no, realistic expectations. You just use the, the cookie dough recipe on the back of the Nestle chocolate chip bag. Well, I, I do super appreciate that. you think I can read? <laughs> I appreciate that. I just like to, I like cooking. I don't know. I don't bake, but I cook. Baking well, is cooking? totally different. Hmm? What do you cook? Um, I make a pretty decent meatloaf. I could be better at that. I just, I don't know. I'm always making like noodles and shit, ramen. I make this really good, like vegan ramen that I like with like a ton of vegetables. 
and meats and I don't know. Hey, I just, how's your? I cook my food a lot, like all the time. I thought you just said vegan ramen. Well, I make okay the base because I can't have dairy. I eat meat. Sorry, I'm not vegan. I'm not vegan. I just sorry the base and stuff is vegan. Sometimes I leave it vegan, but sometimes I put chickens in it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I'm about to say like one of my favorite parts about ramen is the pork belly. Like you gotta have the pork. Belly. Oh, I, see me. I go and order that. I don't because like I don't know how to cook pork belly. I've never done it. It's very. I was actually just looking into that. It's. I was like, whoa. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. See, I, I don't understand how people can be vegan. Like, it's fucking delicious. I, I make, oh, I got really into making chicken pot pies or just like pot pies for like four months. I was just like making them. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just like are you, getting are you the making pie the pie crust, crust from scratch? No, pie? I wasn't making the pie crust from scratch, but I was making all the filling and I was like chopping up my own vegetables and all kinds of stuff. So what you should do now is start an OnlyFans cooking show. OnlyFans cooking show. Yeah. I want to do that. That sounds really fun. I mean, that's one of the beauties of the medium is you can really get away with doing just about Paris, everything. Paris Hilton got a cooking show and I want a goth bimbo cooking show. <laughs> do it. Do it. What's stopping you? Do it. I want one. <laughs> you got to like decorate the set with skulls and everything like make it super goth oh my god like the super goth kitchen i want to do this so bad like be like oh and uh we're just gonna add some tears for flavor tears dark now i would be like elvira she's kooky i like her a lot oh mm. elvira's fucking great and oh so many early boners fucking Elvira. <laughs> I like her. I saw her at a convention once. She's still hot as shit. As She's as... Still really hot. And for me, like, I, I have a thing for redhead, so it's like when she doesn't have the wig on, it's like, oh. Yeah, Cassandra. Yeah, yeah she, she is. Really I like, hot. listen, I like redheads too. <laughs> have you seen Righteous Gemstones? I have not. You need to watch that. <laughs> All right, tell me about it. It's on HBO. It's, I think they're making an, yeah, they have another season coming out finally after COVID. Um, it's Danny Masterson. I'm going to pull it up because I know it's a Danny Masterson show though. I don't know. I like him. It's got John Goodman in it. I know oh, yeah, no, I did catch an episode of that. I did. Yeah. It's literally about like, it's parodying like those rich, like, the mega Pre- churches, like, uh, church churches, yeah. Um, it's Danny Danny McBride, yeah, yeah. John Goodman, Adam Devine. I don't know. I said Danny Masterson. I'm so fucking high. Yeah, Danny Masterson. I think is in jail, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't. I can't even. So bad. Anyway, it's not. It's Danny McBride. I'm really stoned. It's really <laughs> funny. It's fucking hilarious. I did catch an episode a couple of times. I've seen it so many times. Is that how you've been burning a lot of the pandemic was rewatching that or? I guess just like exposing more people to it. Well, (laughs) the whole audience now, if they haven't seen it, 
has good reason to go watch. Yep, you should go watch it. They have season two coming out. It's really funny and it's dark. Do 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 do. I mean, dark humor is the best humor. I don't know. I, I've never been a fan of just fucking like oh happy go lucky like no, no, no like shit fucked up dark shit is what I laugh at. Yup. I mean, yeah, I like. I don't know. My favorite. My favorite stuff is uh, John Waters. Love him. Uh, what's your favorite Waters flick? Oh man. Um, well, I really, really, really want to say Pink Flamingos, of course. Um, I do. I think that's it. I mean, but I also, <laughs> I, yeah, it's Pink Flamingos. But then there's also like a Dirty Shame is really good, but I feel like it's not better than uh, it's not as it's not better than pink flamingos i don't know they're different films they definitely are i mean his later stuff's definitely different i'm a big fan of cecil b demented real mom is great like i just yeah anyway i love him he hasn't come out with anything in a while has he no a dirty shame was his last film that's gonna be like 20 years ago i'm pretty sure yeah he still tours. I saw him in I saw him in November 2019 in San Francisco. I'm so glad I went because I always wanted to go and I would like ask people to go with me and they would flake. So I was like, I'm taking myself and I went and I had a really good time. And like, yeah. I'm glad I went because <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Did you know John Waters was gonna be there? Yeah, no, I I went to his show. He does a oh. Christmas show. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying is that's what he does right now. He does shows. Nice, like nice. live comedy shows. He go or he does it's usually always a Christmas show cuz that's his favorite holiday. It's just him doing like live stand up. Hey, there's nothing for talking about his career. He's amazing. Hell yeah. No, I love going to spoken word tours like that. You ever hear Rollins speak? Like Henry Rollins does some good shit like that too. Oh, that would be awesome. Like Rollins is like, I'm not a stand-up comedian, but like he just tells fucking humorous stories. And it's absolutely amazing. I've seen Rollins speak a couple uh, times. That dude, that dude has stories for days. I've heard that. I actually had someone else tell me that he does that now. My favorite album is one of my favorite songs is actually um, on Family Man. I think is it that's the album, right? Yeah. No, it's the album. Go to album. Yeah, Family Man. I was right. I was like, it's Family Man. It's actually part spoken word, the album. But it's like part spoken word and then part instrumental. And then I think there's a couple of bangers, but there's like a really good instrumental on that album. Uh, I won't stick any of you until if and until I can stick all of you. It's just like a really good. I don't know. I like that album a lot. Hell yeah. Fuck. I, I, <laughs> shit. I'm trying to think of. I've heard that album. I don't think I have shit. I've, it's it's got the Radis Norvegicus spoken word on it. Definitely have to check that. I out. feel like you would. I feel like if you've heard that, where he talks about the rat, I don't know, or the the Sultana slug spoken word. I mean, yeah, it's partially Henry Rollins doing spoken words. 
I will definitely have to check that out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, Mer. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not losing any sleep over someone. No, I'm, just I'm just kidding. If they are, they are, and whatever. Family, family Man is great. I've even got my comrade shirt on. I did it for the audio audience. Like I'm literally that oblivious. I'm like, I did not like, Oh yeah, that's yeah. I'm wearing a black flag bars shirt, black on white on black. And it says come rag instead of black flag. Yeah. I'm just throwing a bronze out of the blue. Not because of the shirt. Like that was really just me being oblivious. I know. I was like, I was like, Whoa. Yeah. My friend makes these cloud curator. Hell Yeah. She's fucking sick. I have a City Girls one that is the uh it's the album cover. Fuck, it's the cannibal. I'm so high. <laughs> the really the best cannibal corpse album. Come on. I can't What's your remember. Death birth? Huh? What's your death birth? Yes. Sorry. I was like, I'm so high. I know every yeah, it's that album cover, but instead it says City Girls Take Your Man. <laughs> I love her. I just ordered some panties that say semen demon on them from her. That is fucking amazing. She's awesome. I wonder if they have any of my size. Maybe. You have to. Yeah. Cause she was. Yeah. She's all inclusive. All sizes. Everybody can have semen demon panties. I don't know where, what occasion I'd wear them for, but it, it seems like something novel to have. Yeah. Like hang them on your wall. Just give them as parting gifts to people when they leave my apartment. Bye. Like, we had a good time. Like, I can't afford it A-Rod style, like, gift basket for people I hook up with. But I can at least give you these cool panties. That would be a sick gift. Yeah, that would probably be more memorable than the sex, so. Like, that'd be a good gift. I'm I'm trying to, you know, be memorable, get some repeat business, be like, yo, cool panties as you leave. We had a good time. Here you go. Embroidered panties. That would be such a <laughs> ridiculous thing to actually give to like a random hookup. Be like, oh, that was fun. Here you go. Have a good life. I mean, I honestly, have I had enough random hookups? I, I mean, the answer is always I, I no end up, I end up usually sleeping with somebody a lot or dating them. Sadly, I've only had a few like random one night or like one-off hookups. So how does that usually go? Does it start as a random hookup and like? It has a couple times. I don't know. I date a lot, or I used to. Now I'm just like chilling. One person don't want to deal with that anymore. <laughs> Definitely not polyamorous. See, I don't know. Polyamorous. No offense. No offense to the polyamorous folks out there. It just sounds exhausting. It's a lot of work. I yeah. Can't do it. I don't have the desire anymore. That's something I never had. Like, I'm all for non-monogamy, but polyamory, like, oh, I got. Yeah, there's a there's a difference, right? Like, I got to be emotionally invested in like all these people. Eh, that seems like a lot of fucking work. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, and also it just sounds like a balancing act that I just don't want to deal with. Like, well, you're my primary, so you get most of my attention, and then you're you're my second. Nah, nah, nah. Have you tried? Have you tried from experience and been like, nah, this doesn't work for me? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had, I've had, okay, okay. I'll be fair. I've had a good experience in polyamory. 
I'm still really good friends with that person. We're best friends. So I will say that that experience was like awesome. But um, yeah, what, no, what it's all when it ended. Uh, it just, we, uh, I moved away and we realized that like a big part of our, like having that level of a relationship was like getting to spend a lot of time together. So we were just like, let's just be friends. And like, you know, would you guys ever like try to reconcile if you end up in the same city again? I mean, like, we're friends. We're, like, play partners. It was never actually really like like that. Like, this person's really, like, into, like, BDSM and stuff. So we dated, and I love them very much. Very lovely person. Um, Very lovely. And uh, I cherish them a lot. But we're really good friends. But, yeah, no, it just... it. I don't know. We're really good. Yeah, we're really good friends. Maybe I would. I would cane them. What's up? I'll cane you. <laughs> you only cane good friends. We can cane each other. No, that's like the stuff we would do. We wouldn't like we. We would do kinky stuff. <laughs> we wouldn't like even. I'm serious. That wasn't. And I was poly, so it's like I had other partners where I was getting that but not with that relationship but that was like a really serious from yeah relationship i had that's awesome i mean yeah so so that was that was a good experience but the rest of it was like drama and like people like not communicating properly or like jealousy stuff just just a lot of things and some of it was mine. Like I wasn't, you know, I just didn't, I wasn't really vibing with it either. So that probably wasn't, was why it also wasn't working. Live and learn though. I mean, that's just me. I see some people where it works. Exactly. I mean, I'm not knocking anyone else's lifestyle as long as everyone is involved as consenting adults and having a good time with it. Yeah, like, exactly. It just ain't for me. It, I know it ain't for me. I barely have enough time to like, you know, to give emotional investment to like one partner. And a lot of times I don't. That's why I'm single a lot. Cause I don't. Well, I have my, my one partner right now. I, I love him me much. Hell yeah. He respects my space. <laughs> I, uh, we will in the future. We'll live together. If we're, yeah, I want to. But just like right now, I have my space, <laughs> getting to know things. I mean, there's absolutely nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Like, no. there's absolutely nothing wrong with like having a long term partner and not fucking living with them. Like, we're we're not in ye olden times where like, oh, you have to move in together and then get, you have to get married. I kind of want to. Well, me, I'm the kind of person where like. I like living with people. I have actually, this is my first time living alone and I enjoy it, but I like having people around me. Like it's just a lot better. Um, and then it's like, I don't know. So I've thought about like moving in with roommates, but no, I'm good for now. I'm just like, yeah, I want to get to know this person better and I don't want to go into roommate situation right now. And I also kind of um, think it's good to live alone for a little bit. 
I agree. I agree. Like having roommates, and the thing about it is, like, almost every roommate situation I've ever had in my adult life was like, oh, hey, I moved in with friends, and then like a couple months since, like, oh, hey, just the guy I nod to in the hallway, and we both paid the same bills. Never strengthened friendships. Not once. That might just mean I'm a horrible person to live with, but yeah. No, I've lived with the. Uh... Yeah. No, I've lived with people who, uh, yeah, <laughs> just doesn't work. Just doesn't work out. It just, it's a very sensitive space, you know? Yeah. You, you have to find like, <laughs> the right balancing act of like, I lived with someone that I really liked, like, like we were really good friends and that was cool. That was nice. But yeah, after a while, it still gets like, we still fight with each other. People come home in bad moods. Like sometimes people don't pay the rent on time. And you're the person on the lease who has to cover the rent for two weeks. Yeah, that that's always a way to sour a friend. Yeah, I'm right always there. like, I'm always like, yeah, no, not not right now. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that never when money gets fucked up, like that's a, the end of almost any relationship crazy stuff but i used to it was cool like i liked it at the time at you know it's like at the time it worked like it's cheaper to live with people it, i do like living with people i also was like throwing punk shows and house shows in in like out of our house we were doing that so that was cool and i was younger and now i'm like no i don't want to deal with that Makes sense. And the roommate was cool with the punk shows, or they stopped being cool. With yeah, them? he was in a band too. Yeah, so that was sick. That was my yeah. Yeah, tell me about that shit. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Okay, punk well, shows. Like, I moved to Oakland. I mean, like, not exclusively punk shows. Just like, okay, well, you're throwing to, shows. Yeah, I moved to Oakland with a with a boyfriend, of course, with long hair in his band, <laughs> and uh, we got we got. Melvin's tattoos together. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're still friends. Uh, but uh, so yeah, we moved to Oakland and he was in a band and I like was going to shows. So I like fell in love with it. I was going to all kinds like stoner metal and like he was in kind of like a 70s kind of star stonery metal band. Like Sabbath esque or yeah. And so like Sabbath X Rush. Hmm. Very yeah, interest like mixes of stuff. They're called Owl. O V V L Owl. They're still around? Yeah, they're great. Plugging them. Owl. Serious. Look them up. Floating Island. I will check it out. Yeah, so good. Uh but we moved there and then I just the way it is is like it used to be this way before Ghost Ship. I'm sure people know what ghost ship is, which was like a warehouse fire a few years ago. And since then it's not the same as it used to be. Like we used to pack houses with people, like pack houses with people in Oakland, like punks and metal heads and like, like safety violations and like, like tons of weed and booze and like just crazy stuff. (laughs) 
And uh, so I started offering our house, like my roommates and I were like, yeah, but he was, he was like, I don't want it to be a punk house, but we can have like shows. And I was like, okay. So we would throw shows. My 21st birthday was really fun. I had Letcher's Gaze play, which is like a local Oakland punk band and it's partial members of Annihilation Time, which is like a really old punk band. No, Letcher's Gaze is like a, classic rock and roll band for sure they're really great they're like they played really fast heavy rock and roll and they played my birthday and that was kind of awesome <laughs> tell me about the night like how the night go like set the well, stage my for your mom came up. it was my 21st birthday and my mom used to always say like when you're 21 we can be friends so she came up for my birthday party we had a keg <laughs> i got a keg and yeah, we would throw keggers, but I got a keg and my mom brought me a cake with like a drunk Barbie on it, <laughs> like a Barbie doll that was drunk. I don't know. And uh, yeah, all my friends were there. It was sick. It was so loud. Like our house would just, I don't even know how our neighbors like never called the cops. It was just so obnoxious. We would stop around like midnight though. Like we were, we wouldn't like go to like hella late so i feel like they were kind of cool like we weren't in a super upscale like rich neighborhood or anything we were kind of just like yeah closer to like west oakland so it was like i feel like people were kind of just like whatever you know like bigger crimes and they didn't need the police around no not even that but just yeah or they just don't want they're just like they're it's freaking Friday night and they're done by midnight. You know, like there's no point in calling the cops over here. Why'd we do that? Like one of our neighbors said something to us once, but we were like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, but I'm still just like now, like you'd get the cops called on you for sure. Oh, 100%. Like, everything going on. But yeah, uh, you can't do that anymore, especially with ghost ship. So I stopped doing it after a few times because people were just like, they were just like really disrespectful and I just didn't want to deal with it. There would be like hundreds of people there. It was crazy. Like a couple hundred people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Especially in your space. Yeah. That... We're talking like an old Victorian home though. Yeah. That's so sick. sick. It's sick, but it's also like, I, we would throw sick Halloween parties, yeah. I'm just I couldn't imagine like having that many fucking strangers in my house. Like eh. Yeah, no, it was I can't believe we did that. I'm sure it was awesome at the time. I'm sure it was absolutely Yeah, awesome. now I'm just like We've we've all been there, like did shit years ago, like, oh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, that was awesome. I would never yeah. do it again. Like, oh my god, no. So, but I don't even think they do shows as much like that anymore. Some some places, but I'm sure some sure. I'm sure some spots do. But uh, do you ever think about like just pursuing a career in music? Or I wanted to do that. I actually dated somebody for a while that was like a local book booker, and I know um, I know people things a little bit. I could if I wanted to, but. It's a lot. I don't want to deal with it. I like music. I collect records. I listen to music 
every day of my life. What uh, What's on your cherished vinyl? Oh, I have a lot of Melvin's vinyl, and that was really cool because for a long time they didn't repress their stuff, and so their records were really expensive, and they're still kind of pricey. Um, I don't collect for like. I don't collect like for value. I just like collect stuff. So I have a couple things. Like I do have a pentagram, like that the band from the seventies. I have like a a double LP, like box set like it's two or like a double it's like two records but they're both doubles and they're um last days here volume one and two that was like really sick and just like i like a lot of like stoner like like i like denava i like electric wizard i like sleep um, I have a lot of stuff like that. Black Sabbath for sure. Rainbow. I also listen to stuff like I definitely I have a Led Zeppelin tattoo. That was my first professional tattoo. Um, uh, like Steve Miller band. I've seen them live. That was fun. I saw him. That was sick. Uh, I like emo music. I, don't know. I like Silverstein like taking back sunday like pierce the veil and my chemical romance and fallout boy i love fallout boy they're not their their music isn't very good anymore sorry boys <laughs> i break it to you i'm that metalhead girl you met a few years ago you thought i was really cool well you still think i'm cool i'm telling you it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good boys See, the Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy guys are from one suburb north of me in Chicago. So like I got like I got to have a little rivalry there because like that suburb like it, it's just silly drama. But it's like oh no, that's the rich kid suburb. Fuck that. Well, they sold out. I'm sorry, they, man. They they started off in the rich kid suburb. They they started selling out. <gasps> no. Yeah, all those guys came from money. They were really nice to me. Oh, I'm sure they're nice dudes. Like, no, they're nice, but that's that's just like. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on them. If you you know enjoy their art, I'm just saying the, like, con- the content of their art. I'm just like now, like I'll be kind of so whiny. I didn't even realize Sorry, they were still making shit. To- yeah, no, it's not. It's not great. It's not good. It's not good. So what? What shows like? what shows are like your top tier like fucking show every year i go like like live music and stuff every year i go to see melvin's my favorite band uh every year once if not twice i'm gonna tell you something that's gonna make you real jealous real jealous what My, my first show was the melvin's reverend horton heat and white zombie nice that's cool. That, Dale, Dale Crover follows me on Instagram, and sometimes he likes my thirst traps. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's sick. That's sick. What's up? <laughs> no, that's a sick lineup. No, I've seen a lot of. Um, okay, I've seen Sleep, and that was fucking sick. And I saw them at the Fox Theater, and we hotboxed the Fox Theater, and I was so stoned, and I almost like passed out standing up. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never seen Sleep. I've seen High on Fire. I love High on Fire. 
They're great. Yeah. A lot of the same dudes. So my friend, yeah, my uh, my friend, uh, Supplemental SF, Mikey makes the Richard Pryor High on Fire shirts. Fuck That's yeah. his design. He made that, and then they were like, oh, "We're gonna like sell it. We want to sell it on merch." And he was like, "Okay." So. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, he still sells. Uh, I think you can only buy it online at his website, but then you, if you go see them on tour, they have like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's shit. It's been six, seven years. Saw, saw High on Fire because I saw them with. Was High I on still Fire. haven't seen them. Oh, it was good. It was a good show. I, I want to say I saw them with fucking Exodus and Anthrax. And, wow. And that was at uh, Vegas House of Blues. Okay. I've seen I've seen Motorhead twice. I've seen Iron Maiden. I've seen Black Sabbath, but not with Bill Ward. I've seen Electric Wizard. That was fucking sick. I've seen Boris, which is cool. They're from Japan. They're like the stoner doom. They use like gongs and they scream a lot. They're just like, ah! like it's cool. It's sick. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Melt Banana with Napalm Death and Melvin's. Melt Banana, Napalm Death, and Melvin's. Melt Banana's like, oh, like a, have you heard them? I have not. They're a Japanese band too, and they're like female fronted, and like she literally like high pitched, like, like screams, and like the music is almost like so. You just gotta hear it. It's so like dot 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 like, and it's just her like screaming this crazy shit. It's fucking sick though. <laughs> um, I will definitely I check seen, it out. I've also seen like I went and saw um, Odd Future like years ago, and they're that band that Tyler used to Tyler the creator used to like have a punk band on his label or something. I don't remember their name, but we went and saw that show and that was cool. And then um, I've seen, I can't even think right now, King Diamond twice. Oh, that's sick. I saw him do a Merciful Fate set. That was fucking sick. Yeah, I have a... This is for the video audience only. This is the... Fucking King Diamond poster. Fuck yeah. With the custom frame, somebody loves me very much. Thank you. <laughs> That's like, I painted my face once for that because, uh, yeah, I've seen, I still haven't seen Kiss. Uh, I haven't seen Alice Cooper. Who else? Why can't I remember? I've seen Taking Back Sunday. I've seen Pierce the Veil, Fallout Boy, Paramore. Um, wind hand. I've seen Denava. I've seen Uncle uh, Uncle Acid. I saw Uriah Heep and Judas Priest. That was so sick. Priest Priest is such, still such a fucking good show. Like I was just talking. Oh, to some, I, was I, just talking to, I was just talking to <laughs> someone else about this on air. About Rob Halford is such a good frontman. He's like even if you're for whatever reason not into priest he's so great he's so fucking great because i've seen priest with alfred and without and they're two different fucking shows they're completely like i don't understand how the rest of the band's like yeah we can replace rob halford no no you can't 
The best Judas Priest album is the first one. Sin after sin. See, I, I am a big fan of um, Screaming for Vengeance and British Steel. Those are great, sure, but <laughs> no, they're great. British Steel is great. So is a uh, Hellbent for no, not British Steel. Yeah, Hellbent for leather. Hellbent, yeah. Hellbent for leather. Great. Nothing. I've told this story on air a couple times before, but like nothing had brought me greater joy than seeing uh, priests at Ozfest like oh four or oh five in fucking Wisconsin, and having a whole amphitheater of a bunch of Midwestern metalheads screaming screaming along to hell bent for leather. Like yes, it was so great. I saw him at the Warfield. Saw him at the Warfield, and I got right up front with my best friend, my best guy friend, and I got right up front. Like as close as we could, and I got a pick. I have a pick somewhere. I saved it. Yeah, he got me a pick that they flew through into the crowd. It was so fun. He came out on a motorcycle, and I just I started crying. I was like, <gasps> "Fuck yeah!" They played the center. They played it. It's like my favorite song. I'm I'm hoping I get to like. See Jews Priest again before they stop touring because, like, they're getting up there in age at this point. Me too. I gotta see Alice. Is Alice still playing out? Mm-hmm. He's actually doing Psycho Vegas. I'm not really comfortable yet going into like big. I really, really, really like Megan the Stallion. I want to see her so bad. Hot girl Meg. <sighs> Sorry. No, I totally get it. Like, I just passed up on going to a pretty big event at the Col- uh, Memorial Coliseum this weekend. Free tickets and everything. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm not, even if it's open air, I'm not not down with being around that many fucking people at this point. Not right now. Not yet. I just want to see Mullins, but they're not touring until next year. And I'm like, okay. Lisa, Lisa Melvin's got some years left in them before they stop touring. They do. I love when they play. Um, I love when they play. Flash of Slub Donuts. They only play it live. And it's so good. It's really good. And the crowd just like chants along. Make those donuts with extra grease. This batch is for the chief of police. <laughs> Saw this whole song with like guitar riffs in between. It's an old punk song. They don't. They they always pick like stuff like just that they only play on tour every so often. Well, and I I super appreciate that shit because like if a band is just playing the album or just playing the hits, it's like I could have stayed home and had this similar experience. You want to? You want it to be a show. You want it to be something like. That's a memory that you're just like, oh, I only got this because I got to see them fucking live. Yes. I love them. I love them so much. I saw them with the Red Cross finally. Because Steven from Red Cross is in Melvin's right now. So or he's been in for a few a minute. Um and so they toured with Red Cross and that was so sick. Like they just they always sound so great. They always play killer shows. 
Their music is so versatile. I love them. They make me happy. Fuck yeah. So besides the Melvins, the minute it's safe to do so, what show are you going to? Ooh, well, I do want to see Megan really bad. Um, I wanted to go to Psycho, but I'm not going to go this year. Well, if it's safe, I'm going to go to AVN. That's for sure. That's a different kind of crowd thing. But that'll probably be, honestly, at this point, with the way everything's looking, that might be the first thing I end up doing that's like that. I, I honestly feel like AVN 2022s may not fucking happen because people uh, they're ruining my, they're, it's ruining everything no maybe it's time maybe it's just I don't know we'll figure life out it'll be fine maybe I'll yeah no Megan or Melvin's M's my, my big M's your big M's Alice I would love to see Alice oh my god Rob Zombie I haven't seen Rob Zombie okay I like Rob Zombie. I like his movies a lot, but not the Halloween movies. Rob, Robert. <laughs> Robert, we need to have a discussion. Hey, he made his money. Like, not all art, you know. Some of it's, you gotta, you gotta pay the bills sometimes. Well, you know, the movies are aesthetically beautiful. He makes amazing movies. House of a Thousand Corpses, one of my favorite movies. I watch it multiple times a year because I'm a freaking weirdo. Um, yeah, so it's really, I love him, but uh, he just, I didn't need a backstory for Mike Myers, Michael Myers. I didn't need a backstory. Like, I didn't need to know a tortured childhood. He's just a psycho. And then John Carpenter, after I, saw that movie john carpenter did an interview and he said the same thing and i was like <laughs> you agree with the og i was correct no i'm just kidding like i'm such a brat no but really though they're gr- they're like really the costumes are fucking cool and like i like how dark it is but also, Season of the Witch, Halloween 3, is fucking cool. And anybody who says otherwise. I have never seen that movie. You should. Michael Myers isn't even in it. So I've heard. I So I've been editing Mickey Mod's horror movie podcast, and they've talked about it quite a bit. So I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of opinions on a lot of people who have seen it. I just have not. Silver Shamrock. Yeah, you should see it. It's really good. I will check it out. I will check it out on your recommendation. I will yeah. add it to the list. I love the Halloween series. So you, you big into horror? Just uh, I used to watch it more. I don't watch movies a lot anymore. Like, I don't know. My attention span. I watch TV shows. I don't know if it's because it's easier for me. I don't know if it's because it feels like there's a a conclusion every like hour or so. I don't know what it is. I do watch movies sometimes. I just like, I watch a lot more TV, but when I, when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of like, I used to watch the freaking Saw movies all the time. Now I'm just like, what were you doing? What the hell? So that was a thing. 
Um, I, I love The Exorcist. Jennifer's Body is one of my favorite movies. Little Gay Me used to watch that because that movie is really gay. It's very girl, girl. Oh, it's very girls and girls in love and demons. So I love that movie. I have a DVD copy of it because I'm a nerd. Exorcist 2 and Evil Dead and I like the Evil Dead remake I never saw the remake I felt it was an unnecessary remake so I didn't want to support it but it's Sam Raimi if he had money in the yeah but half the charm of Evil Dead is he had no fucking money but it's so good I love it no Bruce Campbell Mm. that's not necessarily true well he's not Ash he's not you know it's not sawing off his own hand because it went bad. That movie's freaking brutal. The new one or the old one? Yes, the new one. It's great. I recently rewatched it with somebody. A guy, this was actually months ago, a guy I was dating. And I was like, hey, do you like horror movies? And he was like, yeah. And I was like do you like Evil Dead? And he was like, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, have you seen the new one? And he was like, no, you know? So we turned it on and we're getting into this movie and he's literally like, looks at me and he's like, I might pass out. And I was like, what do you mean? Are you okay? And he's just like, yeah, no, like blood kind of like fucks me up. And like, sometimes I pass out. So like if I pass out and I was like, we don't have to watch this movie. Like it's brutal. Like just it's a. Br- I, I was. Re- it really like made me aware. No. Like more aware of how brutal the freaking movie is. Like number one way to not impress your date. Be like I'm gonna pass out at this horror movie. I'm sorry, babe. Like I was just like we can turn it off. He's like, no, it's good. I'm like, did you just turn it off? Did you lose a little watch- respect for him over that? No, I made him watch it. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching my movie. I want to. I want to watch the girl cut her arm off. Thank you. <laughs> Did he end up passing out? No, he was fine. So he he just uh, was you know bitching and then was fine. Oh no, it wasn't like he was just like I might pass out, and I was like he was like no, he was really chill about it. Okay. Like the way he said it really was like nonchalant the way I said it. Like he was just like, I might pass out. And I was like, what? That's why it like caught me off guard. Cause he was like so chill about it. Like, yeah, am I just like letting you know? And I was like, that, like it really was like that. See, if I was him, I would just shut my fucking mouth. And if I passed out, I passed out. <laughs> like he literally was just so chill about it. Yeah, I might, I might just pass out. Just let you know. You want me to turn? Now we're good. Okay. So why the fuck did you bring it up, man? <laughs> That's why it was like so. This like he was so chill about it. Yeah, I just might pass out. It's cool. Anyway, yeah, no, but that movie's sick. It's brutal. It's nasty. I will have to check it out. I will. Nasty. You give me a lot of flicks to go check out during this podcast. Really. I, I I enjoy movies, so I will go check. Yeah, what kind of movies do you like? Oh well, I am all over the place, but I enjoy sci-fi, heist flicks. You know, most of the works of Quentin Tarantino. Nice. I've seen most of those. Which one haven't you seen? 
Uh, maybe I've seen them all. I think I have. <laughs> There's only like nine of them. It's- yeah, I've seen them all. I saw, yep. I did. I went and saw, I used to be a really into it and then I, it lost, it's good. He's great. His art is good. His art's good, but like. You get older and you're just kind of like, <sighs> you see things. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying there ain't some, you know, problematic. Oh, in, lo- in, lo- in lots of things. Totally. Like, I'm totally the kind of person that's just like, I'm not, I'm not super sensitive about stuff as long as it's not blatantly like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like intense, important intent is absolutely important. Like, like, you know, obviously if somebody was being like blatantly racist or something to someone in front of me, or I'd be like, bro. That's not but true. like you know, I understand that in contexts of art and stuff. I mean, there's definitely things in some Tarantino movies that did not need to happen. Did we really need Quentin Tarantino on screen just shouting the N word during Django Unchained? No. Or no, he's done that a couple times. Also, I love vampires. Just say. Fucking from dusk till dawn is the shittiest vampire movie I've ever seen. Why does it fucking exist? And you know what? Everybody defends it because of Selma Hayek. I'm not talking shit on her. That's oh my girl. no! If I want to see a Selma Hayek performance, I'll go watch Desperado. I've never seen that. How have you never seen Desperado? I've okay. Just so you know, there's a lot of things I just haven't seen. I was very sheltered growing up. Oh, I'm sorry. Desperado, which is also a Robert Rodriguez movie. I like him. Is far better from Dust Till Dawn. Far, yeah, far better. I don't like from Dust Till Dawn. I'm just like, it's painful to watch. Anyway, so yeah, I like Quentin Tarantino. I think my fa- favorite is definitely Kill Bill. Part one or part two? I was just thinking about that because I knew you were going to ask me. I think part one. See, I'm a bigger fan of part two because I feel like part one doesn't have as much like snappy Tarantino-esque dialogue. Like I enjoy part one, don't get me wrong. But I feel like part two feels like more like a Tarantino flick. Yeah, we'll say that. I mean, part of it is, might be just because I... Michael Madsen's uh, monologuing in part two. but Yeah. I also, I've seen all of them, like, Inglorious Bastards is good, but it's not on my personal like favorites. It's good. All of his mo- all of his movies are good. Okay, the ones that he even like Four Rooms, other than the dead hooker joke, it's it's a good movie. I don't like that. That makes me sad. <laughs> Four Rooms, like for the time, it's, it's, a, good, also, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, and it's also like how many times do you have four different directors? directing the same movie yeah and yeah oh my god yeah death proof is actually probably my favorite i take it back really yeah see death proof is one of my least death proof is one of my least favorites i have a death proof like poster thing in my room sick 
Uh, yeah, I maybe I'm gonna have to rewatch Kill. I've seen Death Proof the most because I just I don't know. I just love that movie. I love I love the the music. I love the cars. Like I don't know. I think cars are sexy. I love that it's like women. You know, like it's like hot girls and like freaking. I have the biggest crush on Kurt Russell. I want him to lick my toes. In a creepy way. It's the movie's so crazy. And Rose McGowan, like, I really like a lot of stuff she's in. Like, Jawbreaker, classic. Fuck yeah, Jawbreaker. Fuck yeah, Jawbreaker. That movie is so crazy. Or Doom it's Generation so is fucking weird. Doom Generation is so good. It's just like, yeah, I like Doom Generation. I've seen the first, the prequel to that it's not as good no no Doom no generation. it's not even they don't even feel like connected it's very weird i mean they're both very weird movies but i do like the what's the other one uh the one that's that's death proof and planet terror, planet terror. which is I also robert that. rodriguez yes <sighs> see the problem is the re- the reason i don't like death proof and i need i've been saying this for years i need to go rewatch death proof was I saw Grindhouse in theaters as the double feature. Mm. And Planet Terror comes first in the double feature. Yes. And Planet Terror is so fucking fast-paced compared to Death Proof. So when you're already in the theater for like two hours already, and Death Proof does not move as quickly, it was just like, yeah, I'm not feeling this. Like I, it's great though. Well, and it might be, and it might be really good on its own. I own a copy of it. I just need to fucking rewatch, <laughs> rewatch it at some point. But at the time, there it is. There it is. All the carbonation. Yep, it's coming up now. Well, you, yeah, take some time. You know, I gotta rewatch Kill Bill. Apparently, because I'm like now I'm because now I'm like which one's my favorite. So I, I'm I still go with the classic overall with Tarantino, which is Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I have that soundtrack on tape because I still have a tape player because I'm a nerd. It's fucking sick. Bet it's worth money. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, also, like I got to see Pulp Fiction in the theaters, not knowing what I was walking yeah, into. Uh, I got to see. <sighs> I don't like Django. I I did when I saw it, but no, it didn't age well. Like when I was, I saw it at a younger period in my life. It just didn't age well growing into my, for me, but it's good. It's decent movie. Um, yeah, but it's decent. It's, I saw that one in theater. Yeah. Well, um, why can't I remember the actor's name? Yo, he's the Jew hunter in fucking Inglourious Bastards. Oh. Oh, why can't I, Chris... Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. yeah. He is fucking great in Django. He's great in the yeah, Bastards. He's great. There's things about them. It's just, I'm not even going to say it. So, I mean, there, there's definitely some shit it's with just that movie. A, it's just, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to say it because it's just a really violent movie. I think everybody feels differently about it. I'll say that. I mean, I honestly feel uh, like the movie also could have ended 15 minutes before it did. Yeah. Like the whole sequence of Django being resold. If spoilers for Django Unchained, if you haven't seen it, like it's a if you haven't it's like what ten years at least, plus? At least. That movie definitely yeah. If you haven't seen Django, 
by now, Django Unchained by now, you're the the whole like sequence of him, him getting sold back into slavery and then getting back out and then more revenge is just like this is all unnecessary to the story. This is- yeah, it was just really. I'm, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna ever rewatch it. <laughs> I feel like it now. I would just be like, <laughs> Lita, is the law coming for you right now? Is that that what I'm hearing? The, the law is coming for you. Oh, oh my god. No, I live, I'm near a, you know, it's the freaking city. There's shit happening. There's not really anything near. I'm like, I don't know what I was saying. I'm like, I live in this, I live in the city. So there's just cops. I've actually never been arrested. How have you avoided arrest with all the shit you were doing? I don't, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> I haven't gotten in trouble a lot in my life. I've done. I mean, I don't do a lot of like the stuff that I do. I don't know. I don't. Do, like, <laughs> I don't really do stuff that is like. I just maybe I don't get caught. I don't know. Some that's of the, the right answer. Do, that's some the of right the stuff I do answer. is just definitely. But also, I really don't like. I don't do that much. I don't like I've had I've been pulled over like once for speeding. I've been pulled over I think three times in my life, maybe four. For like one of them was because my tail light was out. And <laughs> it was funny. I was I worked at a care home at the time, so I had like my little scrubs on. And he pulled and it was at night and he pulled me over and he like shines this little light in. And he goes, Oh, and I was like, Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't know my tail light was out. Like, I have to go, like, to the shit, to my shift right now. And he, like, totally thought I was a nurse and was like, oh, okay, just, like, get it fixed. And, like, so, I don't know. I I don't like cops. They scare me. I kind of try to avoid them. I also don't have any, I'm not really usually doing anything that's, like, most of the time, honestly. So technically making pornography in Nevada is illegal. Technically. That's not true. Ooh, it is. It actually is. Don't say that. I'm just I'm letting you know. It's not true. Oh, 100 it is. Dead serious. By the well, letter of the law, it is only legal to make pornography in California and New Hampshire. But I'm in Nevada. Yeah, I know. It's technically illegal to make there. No. Yes. That's not true. It is true. I'm Google checking. Feel free. It is no. it is legal no. to make it in California by a state Supreme Court ruling, and New Hampshire just put it on the books. It's just not enforced, but it is not technically legal to make porn in Nevada. No. No, no, no. That's not true. Did they vote something in? Hold on. Yeah, no, it's, it's allowed. What does it say? Yeah, no, Los yeah, no, in California, it's illegal. It said that it's not, it says it's, it says the legal status of adult film production in Nevada is clear. Under Nevada law, porn is not prostitution, thus it cannot be prosecuted as such, nor must adult film companies be forced to open their own brothels in order to make their movies in Nevada. Well, that must be a 
fairly recent. A change. bunch of people are moving. I was going to say every the reason everybody's moving here is because of the stuff going on in California between those laws you were just talking about and the lift laws. Boy, yeah, which, I mean, the, the, which the, ended up fucking and everything. It fucked up everything. Like, stuff and everything. But yeah, for a very long time, Nevada was not legal. South Florida is still not legal. It's just not enforced. Well. That must be a fairly recent. I'm like, I live here. I don't. I mean, I I can a lot. Well, at the end of the day, it it was never fucking enforced. Like, I lived in Vegas 10 years ago. I moved there for the biz in 2011. And when I moved there, it definitely was not legal. But people were just like, whatever. They didn't care. Well, maybe they changed it. Yeah, I'm curious when they change the law. I'll have to look into that because I've been in spouse. Yeah, I was like, it says this. I'm not lying. I just Googled, is it illegal or is it legal? <laughs> there it is. Yup, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, no. But I, uh, at the end of the day, like, it's a silly law because. No, the thing that's illegal here is BDSM. Really? 100%. There's a hundred percent like it really. Yep. I think it has to do with uh, like liability. I don't even remember. There's a reason. There's a bunch of dungeons, aren't there? So it used to be. I mean, there used to be full on swingers clubs too. And like all sorts of shit. Mm -hmm. I might know of like a couple of personal dungeons, but they're definitely really private. I mean, that's honestly how it should be. Like, and especially in this day and age, you really want to go one that's like semi open to the public. I mean, the one I used Blackthorn in Oakland a lot when I was a pro dom. I mean, I'm still a pro dom. I'm just not doing sessions anymore. Like I don't, I used to do pro. Yeah. I was a pro dom for a long time. That was fun. I loved that. I still love it. I do online stuff and I do videos but i haven't seen a client in a long time um but yeah the one in the blackthorn you do sessions there it's really fun how is it really like, nice. like just it's really pretty she's got it all done up it looks all goth and like nice equipment and like but it was she share she does rent to people she vets them but she does rent to like couples and stuff in the area but yeah it was just really convenient. Um, I don't know. Seeing like people for ProDom was just really fun. It was. I've learned a lot in my life. <laughs> seeing a lot of things. I have seen. I'm not lying to you. I would not lie. To, I would not lie about what I'm about to say. Okay. I have seen. A soccer ball in a grown man's ass. Like fully inflated? Yes. Eesh. Eesh. I've seen some things. Like, like I don't know how we did it. I had I had this client. I don't I never saw his face on like night flirt. And we would chat and he would literally just pop up and be like, because I love people putting stuff in butts, whatever. So like he would pop up and just be like, mistress, can I like stuff my ass for you? And it started with like apples. He'd like put apples in his butt. And I was like, haha, whatever. And then he would do like a fire extinguisher. He'd do just like crazy, stupid shit. 
like pool balls. One time it was pool balls. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I, she, no, it was a soccer ball. I was like, first I was kind of skeptical after like the first photo, but then he kept coming back. And in my head, I was like, somebody is taking these freaking pictures. Maybe it's this guy. Maybe he found them somewhere. This actually is real. Like, like this has to be like this. It's, it's pictures of like the same room with the same person, like putting different things. In like, just so are you watching him fully insert the soccer? No, ball he would just al- send me pictures. It was already so inserted when you saw it. Yeah. So like, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out the, like the, Maybe it was a smaller, it looked big to me. Maybe it was smaller. I mean, even a novelty soccer ball is not small. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, no, you can get big stuff in the butt. I've had both my hands in somebody's butt. Daddy shark. Well, that's a clip. (laughs) That's being clipped for the internet, for sure. I have, uh, yeah, I was sitting on Pierce Paris's face, like fucking his face, I think, with a strap on. And my friend Lily, Lily uh, Lovecraft, was fisting him. And I could see her hand, and I went, high five. And I high fived her hand in his stomach. Oh, that can't be healthy. Like, do. <laughs> I really. That was my hobby for a long time before it ever became my job. So it actually, honestly, is a big part of my life. Just inserting. My kinky kinky stuff. Inserting things into men's buttholes. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That specifically. No, seriously. I had a reputation at the the parties. I, like, pegged dudes hella hard in front of the party. It was fun. Consensually. It's that kind of a party. No, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, this thing happened. Look, tell, I want to hear the story of this. Like, oh, play parties, dungeon parties. Okay. You go, I would go, just like dungeon parties. She'd throw play parties at the dungeon, and she'd let me in, and then she would set me up with, like, oh, this guy. And I'd be like, yeah, and I'd, like, peg him in front of everybody, like, hook him up to the bondage chair. There would be all kinds of stuff going on, like people doing bondage and hitting each other. I wanted to... Fuck some men in the butt or sissies or cuties, theys and thems and she's and all of them. Sounds like you're having a fucking blast. Yeah. And a reputation. Yeah, no. I'm really nice. Do you miss I'm those days? Do you miss those parties? I still am friends with those people. I'll go to a party again. Um I I like to play harder with a closed set. So like the videos that I did, the really hardcore BDSM, those were not like studio things. Those were like people, those are like independent people who like are lifestyle people. And I reached out to them and we like traded that content because I wanted to, do those things and like that's how you get to do those experiences and you have like a safe usually you know I've never had any like think like super bad nothing like that ever like I love yeah so um but you like have you know like a safe space to 
do those things and they're like crazy things like i play with elise graves oh my god we do crazy stuff she like it's like my personal but it's like playing like i don't even say i film like i say i play because it's almost like yeah we're filming but like we're friends and like the stuff i do with her i would not do with like most people like i let her put a I let her put a plastic bag over my head with like a noose thing. And yeah, like I let my friend, I have to say his name is brutal master. I let my friend like waterboard me. I asked for that. Like, I like, I like extreme highs and lows. I don't know. I like adrenaline, but I like to do things that I know aren't going to kill me. (laughs) Tell me about the waterboarding experience. That's, Oh, the waterboarding. Oh, it was so fun. It was very special. Um, I'm like, it was very special. Well, I saw a video. I saw a video of Charlotte Sartre getting waterboarded with piss. And that was my first time I ever saw waterboarding. And I was like, what is this? I looked it up and I was like, holy bejesus. Like, that's intense. But it's like, I don't know. I just like... I don't even, when I watch that stuff, I don't usually get off. I usually am like watching it being like, whoa, it looks fucking cool. And like, so I saw that. And then I got really into like years later, got really into like hardcore BDSM, which is like no shocker, shocker. Cause it was looking at stuff like that. And then I met other people who like were doing stuff like that, like crazy shit. Like, people do like cuttings and extreme whippings and like breath play stuff and like waterboarding and electro. Oh my God, I'm an electro slut. Like some of the electricity stuff I do, people are like, what the fuck? I, I just love it. I understand like people have different, but anyway, this waterboarding, I kept hearing people talk about it. And my friend was like, brutal master was like, I could, I would love to do that. Like if you, And we did a really degrading, we did like, took me down into like subspace super hard and did like, I really like slut shaming stuff and I trust him a lot. And he really like took me down into like a space I wanted to be and like electrode me a little, electrified me. And like, I love that. And then had my friends, my two other performer friends hold me back. in a school desk that I was like strapped to an old school desk, like, yeah. Um, And waterboarded me with like, not a tradition. We didn't use, we used like a different kind of cloth. So it probably wasn't as intense. I forget the kind of, it wasn't that thin. It was like a wash, more of like a thicker washcloth. It still fucking sucked. I will say that it's still, so, okay. What happens is, they tilt you back and they put it on your head and like, I don't even know if we did. There's probably some, someone's going to be like, that's not correct, but that's how we did it. They tilted me back. I was strapped in, put the towel over my face. And as soon as the towel's over your face. So like, I understood what was going to happen. I understood that there was going to be a cloth over my face and water poured on it. And that my brain and my body would respond thinking that I'm drowning. I understood that. I knew that. I understood. And I agreed to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get under the cloth. 
And the first thing that happens is I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like now I can't see anything. And then like he talks a lot because we are filming. So like, to be fair also, like, I'm hearing him go like, oh, uh you know, like I'm getting like, oh, the water. So it's like, you know, but still you hear it and you're just like, fuck, 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 like, and then like, but then you're also like on camera and also like you want to do it. Like, it's this almost this thing of like, I want to do it. Like, I want to do it. It's not going to kill me. I'm going to be fine. I'm not really freaking out. I have called red on some things I will be honest but it was just like I'm gonna do it and I just he he poured the water on the first time and like I I was like immediately just like oh like I'm gonna die I'm gonna die here this is like how I die like and then he pulled it off and then I was like this moment it was like I just started laughing. I don't know. So then we did it again and it sucked. And then we did one that was really intense. We actually cut it out of the video. It was really intense. And like my friend at the time, she was like, I started to really be like, and she freaking like ripped it off. And so we cut that out of the video. She like ripped it off. They took me out of the bondage, like made sure I, for a minute and made sure I was cool. And then that, that but that was her being like I was fine I was like no I'm good and she's like are you sure like let's take a minute and I was like I'm fine but so that one that one was intense I remember being like no like and I don't know I laughed and I cried a little and I regretted it and I loved it and it was fun I don't know it's like riding a roller coaster or anything where you like get on there and then you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Cause like, you feel like you're gonna, you feel like something could happen, but you know that like, you're fine. You know, like you, you're going over the bump and you're just like, I'm in the roller coaster. This is fucking terrifying, but like, I'll be okay. Like, I'm not going to die. It's fine. <laughs> Most likely not going to die. Hate to bring it to the audience. I'm actually interviewing a ghost right now. She died. I'm so pale. That's why I had to go put on makeup so that I could add some color. So when they were doing yeah. it, though, were they holding your nose shut or just the rag? Over no, your- they just put the cloth over your face and the water, like, just do it sometime. I don't know how to explain it. Hard it's, pass. Hard pass on it's that. It's like, so you can still breathe through it. Right. And the water's not going in. I mean, you have to be careful because water can go in, but like the water's there. So it's like you're breathing water, but you're not. Does that make sense? But you're you're getting just enough oxygen that you're not going to die. But your brain goes, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, because you feel like... Like, it's insane. And if they don't do it correctly, of course you could die. Like, I'm sure. Oh, I've, I've just seen footage of, like, people holding people's nose shut when they did, they've done it. That's not real. My nose was not held shut. No, it you it goes over your face. And it's just, like, terrifying. Well, they had the, the, the cloth over their face, but was holding their nose while they did it. Well. I don't know if that would make it more or less intense. I don't know either. Maybe more because then you only have your mouth. 
I don't know. I it wasn't. I'll listen. It worked. I had a moment where I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna friggin' die. Like here <laughs> in my in my head. Like I knew I wasn't going to, and it was consensual. It was fine. I'm okay. I'm not like traumatized from it. Would you consider that torture if it was non-consensual? Yes. Uh, oh God. Yeah. I do want to be clear. Like, oh, some of the stuff I do really is like, like clips, a clip site took that clip down actually. Really? They said that even though in the video we talk about before we do it, we, we discuss the consensual aspect of it and there's not even any section new, like no genital touching, nothing in that video. Um, they were just like, oh, well, you're cry- I'm crying. First of all, I'm crying from the humiliation. That's why I started crying. That's what makes me cry the hardest, actually. It's like hardcore, like per- super personal humiliation. Like, slight humiliation. I love it. But um, it's personal. But um, so like, that's why I was crying. And then, of course, they're pouring water on my face. So like. They did say, like, there's just a lot of crying, and it's like, you could be in distress. And I'm like, of course I'm in distress! You just fucking waterboarded me, of course, yeah. But I'm fine. But yeah, they just took it down, but I have it up on my website, lettuceleta.com. I sell it. I have no problems. Is it popular? Oh, it's popular. I sold tons of copies of it. My crazy enema video is popular, too. My giant enema. Wait, like how big of an enema are we talking here? Like a, like a, like a bag. Like a full, oof, for the audio audience, that was a pretty big bag. It was like a three, two quart. Two quart. You don't do, I didn't do it all at once. Like we, I did some of it. We expelled it. It's a great video. I was in bondage. There's Hitachi. I broke a webcam. Wait, how'd you break a webcam? Did you just spray on the webcam? Like what happened? Yeah, I sprayed on the webcam. It was a collaboration with a what with my friend's website, and she was like, "Oh my god, that was great!" And I was like, "Yeah." And and that video is one of my top selling videos. Not a scat video. Want to be clear? It's not that happens in it, but that's definitely not the context of the video. I just like doing crazy shit. I have a really nice vintage medical enema stand that I'm waiting to use in another video with brutal master where I'm going to get strapato bondaged. Strapato is like an old school. See, this is like stuff. I really like, this is like, do you just stuff with your partner now? Um, my partner. No, I, I, that's fine. My partner's not kinky. My partner uh, struggles, I think. I showed him my waterboarding and he was like, ah. Um, but I have some play partners, like personal play partners. And I like playing with friends that I trust. Like it's, but anyway, strapato is like a crazy thing that they used to do where they would like hang you by your arms and like it would rip out your stuff. But there's a modified way, like with all kinds of bondage, you can modify things. So I'm going to get strapatoed and an enema and then we're gonna whip me and see if i can hold it nice Nice. i just like being a badass i like i like doing stupid shit i'm like the jackass of bdsm i just want to do it (laughs) and i and i don't i really am like i'll do that whatever 
He's like, oh no, I, oh no, I, I sprayed enema all over a fucking webcam. Oh no, I'm not embarrassed. This fucking awesome. Right, that's good shit. <laughs> like that seems like the desired goal. So I'm curious, like, are you okay with your partner being vanilla? Like, is that? Uh, yeah, I actually am. Um, I get asked that a lot, and it actually intimidates a lot of people when they're interested in me. Um, I have some personal like BDSM relationships. I am not, I'm like a kinkster. I like to do stuff. I don't want, I don't have like really a desire for a dynamic and the things that I fetishize about having a dynamic with somebody are actually pretty normal things like i think what it comes down to is i'm such an unconventional person that i almost fetishize like the like if at all when i think about a dynamic like a slave dynamic or something i'm not a slave i don't i don't like to i like to do my own thing sometimes but i like someone that's kind of i'm a brat i like someone that's kind of bossy and can like put me in my place and he does and like I like the idea, like, I'm, I do, like, have some, like, housewife fantasy kind of fetish things, but I don't want to be, like, a kept or a bossed around. So it's just, like, I have fetishes like that, and my partner definitely fulfills those, but I play with my friends, and also I'm, I'm a kinkster. I'm not, like, a lifestyle, like, I don't even have any lifestyle subs right now like i just don't i like to just play with my friends yeah i've had like kinky dynamics they just don't work for me well it's good you know that like and it's good that you're happy with your partner and that it's not a disappointment yeah no and and you never know. Everything's different. There's also just different kinds of things to enjoy. Like I kind of like, I do. I'm happy. <laughs> well, that's I'm, the most important part. That's obviously the most important part that you're fucking happy. I'm a, uh, everything's good. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. So besides being tied up in enema, what's the next like major thing you're going to do? Hmm. Well, I'm supposed to go visit Hell, which is the big Brutal Master studio. And then I am supposed to go at some point to work with my friend Bella Vendetta um, on some sort of wasteland shoot. Like, I think a femdom thing. No, I think she wants to top me and she's amazing top. So that would be fun. Um, So, but those things aren't going to happen until... Because those people are both very um, conscientious, like I am. So that's why it hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, just like, so we're waiting. So maybe next year. And then I'm also, what else, what else am I looking forward to? I'm trying to get this CAM award. I'm trying to get this nomination for the Why Not CAM Awards. So I'm trying to do that. The emerging CAM star. Hell yeah. How do, how do people support you on that? You can 
I'll tweet about it on Lita Bangs because the link is freaking ridiculous. Oh, wait, no, you can go to votelita.com, my URL, and you can fill in my Twitter name and you can nominate me for Emerging Camstar Woman because there's man, woman, trans couple or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, it'll ask you like for my ID or whatever. My ID is just my name, Lita Lecherous. Yep. And then you can hit send. And if you do it, if you send it to me, I'll let you in my only flans and you can see all my beautiful, wonderful flans. You, you, you know, you can say the real thing. We're not worried about no, it. No, I'm just joking. Okay. I'm, I know so many people are so used to censoring it. I'm like, no. you don't have to censor it. You can fall on say only just, fans. It's I a just, thing. No. Yeah, no, only fans. Again, it's just my name. Lita Letcherous, which is really long. It's like Lita Ford and Letcherous Gaze. It's very easy to remember people. <laughs> well, I feel like you have a station that could be like something Marvel Comics came up because they're all about like the two letters. You know, Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, like they're all about the. Yeah. Are you a Marvel yeah. Comics character and I don't know it? No, I'd probably be more DC. <sighs> Gotta go. No kidding. I don't really those the comics I read are mostly like Vampirella, Buffy. I do read some of the DC Black Label stuff. I have a whole stack of comics over there. I gotta go through. I like Spider Man a lot. You excited about the next movie? There's yeah. I don't. I'm out of tune with the world outside of music and pornography. I just found out that Jackass 4 is coming out, and I was like, ah! Not only is Jackass 4 coming out, they fired Bam, and he's suing them over it. Wait, they fired him? Why? Apparently, he couldn't pass the wellness test that Paramount put on him. Wellness They were making him do daily drug tests. Ooh. Bam. <laughs> And they fired him over it, and he is suing Paramount and Jai Knoxville and, like, the rest of the cast of fucking Jackass. I love Johnny Knoxville. He's my love. Yeah, so there's there's apparently a lot of, like, drama in the Jackass camp at the moment. Wow. I didn't know that. I love I love them. Well, I and I fully understand, like, Having to do Jackass sober doesn't seem like a great idea. Well, also doing, okay, as somebody who does shit that is risky, doing that shit not sober is also, like, not a thing. Like, I'm going to be real. I'm 28 now. I have a different perspective. I'm not super old, but I've, like, things I would do when I was 21 and, like, I could see them being like, bro, you can't like slam lines anymore before we do this like crazy shit. Like there's liability. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different time. Well, and it could have not even been like the jackass crew, just Paramount. The studio's like, yo, we have to have yeah. insurance on you. Yeah. Oh. And like, it's just like, don't shoot the messenger, you know, like it's, that's my, it could be that. Well, it might also just be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, come on. We're like in our forties now we have to stop doing this shit. Like, well, a lot of it, like 
Uh, he's suing like Knoxville and all those guys over like the use stunts that he came up with and then cut him from the movie. Oh my god! And like apparently Bam's still appearing in the movie. Like they fired him like mid production. So well, he probably got paid. No, that's part of the what he alleges. Okay, that's he was, in, he was in violation of contract, so they're just like boop out. That's fucked up. They gotta pay him. I, I would. I'd be mad too. Yeah, like hey, I came up with a bunch of these stunts. I did some of them. And I understand I'm in con- violation of contract, but I should be at yeah, least. That makes me bummed. Yeah. Did you did you hear about Trevor Moore from Why Is Kids You Know Dying? Yeah, that was a giant bummer too. I love it. I love the glory hole skit. Is like forever burned in my brain. I have a glory hole tattoo. Every time I think, I think of the glory hole. I think of that skit. First time I ever saw, ever heard of a glory hole was that skit, and I was wee lass. And then now, glory holes are just such a part of my life. Where would you be without the whitest kids you know? It could be a completely different direction if you'd never seen that skit. I don't know. It's very weird to think about. Very strange. It's it's just, I love I love it. Rip, man. I know it. it it's the shittier part about getting older. It's like, oh, you learn shit, but you get to just deal with fucking people that influenced you fucking dying. It's a goddamn, you know, vicious part of fucking life. And that is a giant fucking downer on a fucking what's supposed to be a fun show. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, don't, no, no, no need to apologize. I'm the one. No, who kept, I love I'm the one who kept responding on it. Like, okay, here's an upper. He always said he he tweeted something about how like he wanted to when he dies he wants to be remembered as local sex pot in his eulogy and somebody who published an article for one for some big website listed him as Trevor Moore com- writer comedian and local sex pot that's amazing so yeah he wanted us to like laugh you know <laughs> I mean that's the way to do it that's what like I. My life insurance is slated purely for an open bar at my funeral. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't care what kind of cardboard box they fucking throw me in as long as there's a good open bar at the funeral. I don't even want to go in a box. I want my body burned. People do weird stuff to bodies. I'll be dead. Won't care. I'm hot. Uh-uh. Well, you saying I'm not? Oh, ouch. No, uh, I'm saying. Are you, you're not saying. You're saying, saying, no saying one, you're saying no one's going to fuck my corpse? <laughs> what the fuck? That is some bullshit. You're like, no, no, you're unfuckable dead. I would fuck your corpse. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I was oh saying. Oh, my God. You come on my show and you're like, no, no. No one is going to fucking molest your corpse. I, I see how it is. I see how it is. Oh, my I God. Most necrophilia cases don't even involve sex. They involve people having weird relations that are not sexual with the body. I mean, whatever happens when they get sauced up at my funeral happens. I didn't mean it like that, I swear. (laughs) It's okay. Lisa, I have you on record being like, yeah, I tuck your corpse. When you die. I'll have a stipulation be like, Lydia can fuck my corpse. Lydia's the only person who can fuck my corpse. I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) Added to the living will. Only Lydia can fuck my corpse. You got to do do it at the funeral with the open bar, though. I'll do it. It'll be fine. (laughs) Theoretically, as long as I don't die soon. Rolling your casket into the next, everyone will be. I'll be like, don't worry about it. Oh no, no, you got to put on a live show. 
just like I'm flexible too. Just like put my leg up and just like. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh no! Just put me on top of like a pool table or some shit. I'm so getting canceled for this. Don't cancel me. I like necrophilia jokes. Oh my god! To, I really used to read about it. It is sad. It's. It, I don't want to talk about it because it's sad, but. The real stories are mostly sad. I can only imagine. I mean, it's going to be really sad if, like, you take a strap onto my corpse. That's going to be sad. Like, I've been managed to keep my anal cherry this long. If I lose it post-mortem, that's really fucking... <laughs> I always... There's this fucking line again from that Righteous Jim show. He says, I hope Satan fucks you dry. <laughs> Oh my god, you, you fucked my ass while I'm a corpse. I, I squirted in bombing fluid. No! You're fucking, dude, your poor family. Yeah, I, I'm the youngest. Like, the only people I gotta worry about are like my niece. Listen, it's his dying wish. It's what he wanted. <laughs> it's not really what I wanted, but I'll be dead and like, I'm here to put on a show for people. <laughs> Sometimes you have to suffer for the art. It's fine. No, but I think I think I want to be cremated. <laughs> I'm just like cremated, then buried, or like cremated and like paraded around on people's mantle place forever. No, that's stupid. People do that shit though. I know. Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> He's not here. He's at my grandma's. But um, I. I don't know. Maybe I want to be illegally sprinkled. Ooh, they'll press them into a record. The record's cool. Like the tree's cool. Like being fertilizer for a new tree. Like, but what kind of tree do I like? I want to be some kind of fruit bearing tree. Like, oh, nah, lemon tree. I want to be sour. That's right. Peaches. They can also press you into a diamond. Yeah, I know that. Oh my god, this one. They can take your lover's ashes and put it into a vibrator. I'm not joking. Oh, I know. I, I've seen that too. Okay, I was like, I'm not joking. It's real. Oh, it's 100% real. It's been discussed on this show. It's been about five years since we discussed it, but it's definitely been discussed on this show before. Well, the ashes vibrator is crazy. Well, like, do you, do you wear, like, or if you like get the ashes butt plug, do you wear that to like your lover's fucking like? Wait, they had a butt plug. I'm certain they do. I'm really certain. Oh my god, you wear it to your lover's like the no. memorial. No. I feel they're, I feel they're there with me. They're inside me. <laughs> and then you get and then you get up in front of everybody and you just like. I feel them. I feel them deep inside me. Oh my god, I feel their love inside of me here today. In front of all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not no. No. No, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm good. We're good. Oh my god. I mean, why not, right? Fuck it. Why why not have wear your lover in a butt plug? At their Why memorial. not? I didn't know that they made a butt plug. I they have they- to. Like, I'm not certain, but if they're not, like, I have some marketing I gotta go do real they quick. Gotta do it because, like, why not? That's so easy. 
Yeah, if they can do a vibrator, they have to be able to do a butt plug. No, I know that they can. I'm just really wondering if they haven't thought of it. Matt. <laughs> I, I, I'm not so egotistical. I was going to name it after myself, but. I'm like, Matt, <laughs> we, we have an idea. And then we're going to broadcast it to the internet for someone else I to know. see. It. This is a common thing that happens on the show. Like drunk, brilliant ideas happen on this show. And then I'm like, yeah, I never follow through with those. Fuck. And then like a year from now, we'll see it. We'll be at AVN and they'll just be like, we'll be in the toy section at AVN and be like, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfuck. It's true. And oh, think about it, like how much you can mark that fucker up because like the funeral business, a giant ripoff in the first place. It's true. I thought about being a mortician, but it's a lot of school. And also, I don't know if I could handle that icky stuff. I, I think you could. If you could handle, like, the things you do for funsies, I'm sure you could handle that icky stuff. Yeah, also they're dead. Like, no offense. I mean, they're dead. You can't but offend them. They, like, they can't feel anything, and they're dead. And, like, I'm not saying it wouldn't be creepy at times, but, like, or gross, but like they're not alive and your job is to preserve them. They do crazy shit though. So I don't know. It's a lot of school. It is. I can do it. It's a lot of school though. It's a lot of school. A lot of fucking hazardous chemicals and shit too. And then and then it's like you go and you like go into the field and then if it's like you puke once and that's all you get. Like you only get that's like the rule. Cause I used to go to EMT school. I actually passed. I'm not an EMT. I didn't decide I didn't want to do it. But, like, that's, like, kind of the rule. You get, like, one sick pass and like, your whole career, like, medically. Like, you get, like, one time to be sick. <laughs> so, like, so I don't a lot of people go to school for stuff like that, and then they just, like, can't hang. Well, the thing about it is with EMTs, like a lot of them I know drink fucking heavy and like will give themselves IVs to fucking like get themselves back in the game. That's like alcoholism, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, they see some fucked up shit, but like, yeah, especially like guys working for private companies, like would, who would do like 24 on 48 off and shit like that would roll in like fucking trashed, give themselves an IV and oxygen to like get themselves right again before they started their shift. It's now that you're saying it, I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy and now I'm starting to look at it differently a little bit. Some of the stuff they do on that show. Yeah. I mean, healthcare professionals, sometimes you got to like question. Things. Oh, oh, trust me. Questioned. I don't want to get into like a whole political diatribe. No, I fucked up no, our no, definitely. I'm just saying I'm one of those people where I'm like, yes, I know. I get second opinions. I check up on things. I've learned to do it. <clears throat> yeah, because then you're getting opinions from fallible humans. Like doctors are not God. Yeah, exactly. And I think that people don't understand that. And like. Sometimes it's just literally like the person doesn't know, like they were never taught it, you know, like that happens. Yeah. Like every other field, like there are people <laughs> I would go to like, Hey, how do I do this video edit? And I would trust their judgment. But if they 
didn't like they, they gave me bullshit and I tried it and didn't work like oh hey they don't fucking know everything they, they may be a fucking expert in their field it goes yeah. for fucking everything yeah it's you, like you go to someone else and they have a different perspective or they have a different way of looking at it so it's like but then there's just some doctors that are just well and some doctors have been at it for like longer than your parents have been alive that's so crazy to think about yeah it's like oh hey I've been practicing for how many fucking years doc did they have vaccines for things I need to be treated for when you started? No. Okay, cool. Uh, I may need to go somewhere else, but like, you also don't want like the guy who's straight out of med school either. Like, yeah, you got to find that like happy medium in your doctor. Like, okay, you've been doing this for a minute, but you, and you haven't been sued into oblivion by malpractice, but you haven't been doing this so long that like, you don't know what the internet is. I just, doctors kind of freak me out. Like, not in a bad way, but like takes a certain kind of person to be able to like cut into somebody and like human bodies are literally just like freaky machines. And like doctors really are just like kind of scary to me. Like they know a lot of stuff and sometimes they fuck up and sometimes they try things and like, it's, it's great. They figure shit out, but like, Sometimes they do some freaky shit and I'm just like, well, and the thing about it is like, they also are human and have like lives outside of fucking operating and practicing medicine. So it's like, Oh, yeah. I got into a big fight with my wife this morning. I'm fucking distracted. Whoops. Cut that artery. Oh God, I saw this tear, this show. I thought oh, it was this funny show. It's called you're the worst. And there's this fucking scene in it where the guy is like, it's like one of the main characters. He's a surgeon. He's like sitting on a beach chilling and then all of a fucking sudden it's just like he's like it's a vision of him like on a beach and then all of a sudden there's like blood splashing on his face and they show like the room and he like fell asleep while he was operating on someone and i was just like <sighs> like how many times does it happen like how many that's what i think about though and now that i like especially now that i'm back watching my show again i'm like how many times do people fuck up and what are you going to do? They're only human. Like, right. as long as, like, they're doing what they're supposed to do, they're doing what they know, like, they're only human. But it's just, like, it takes a certain kind of fucking person to literally just, like, act like somebody dies. And then you're just like, okay, next patient. Well, and like, during the, like, height of COVID, like, doctors and nurses having to, like, pretty much decide, uh, yeah, we're not going to have we're that person's not going to survive. Don't even bother ventilating them. Like just being able to make that decision about another human life is like, Holy fuck. So they kind of like, they're a special kind of, they're a special breed of person. I could not do that. I like, am really sensitive and I don't think I could handle some of the stuff that they deal with. Yeah. Like, and that's what goes back to like earlier. I don't think I could handle like, cutting into dead bodies maybe not like some of that stuff is freaky but also that person's already dead so it's again the responsibility is like taken away on a different level like right if you fuck up all you're gonna do is piss off their family maybe yeah you know like and that's and if you do it it's definitely an accident like i'm not you know it's like you just fix it right versus like fucking up on a live human it's like mm. you're like oh shit i killed your dad sorry my bad <laughs> oops <laughs> like, 
Anyway, no offense to any doctors. You're doing a good job. All the offense to all the doctors. Every last one of them. Oh, like, well, as next time I have to go to the doctor, my doctor's like, so, so what the fuck were you saying on your podcast? Yeah, asshole? What like, the fuck was that shit? Was that shit? <laughs> no, my doctor loves me. He's great. He knows what I do. He's so, he's, he's this old guy and he goes, he talks, he literally tells, he, okay, I had allergies and he goes, so we're going to test you for different allergens. And like, do you understand how allergies work? Well, let me tell you. So you're from California and I'm from blah, blah, blah. And they have this kind of tree where I live, this very beautiful tree. And like, and then now you move here and they have this other kind of, and I'm just sitting there just like stoned as fuck, like staring, just like, like this old guy. Like, and then the pollen gets it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so funny he's so just like he's just like he it's so funny because it's like he's not mansplaining he's just so innocent he like wants to make sure that i understand what he's saying it's not like even in a, it's just like da, 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 like rainbows and sunshine <laughs> and this is how this works and like my father and i on a lake and i'm just like what the fucking hell is happening here but then like listen i have a problem he fucking takes care of it no questions asked hell yeah and that's awesome and like as a male doctor not being judgmental about what you do for a living like i literally am just like yo i need to get an i want i want to get an extra std test because i'm I'm, you know if you work you pay for the expensive one but i still like to get tested even if i'm not working because some things don't get picked up for a couple months so i so i tell him like hey i want to get tested literally that's it okay cool get tested my old doctor used to be like i'd have to be like i'd have to like make up a story or like or i'd have to be like i'm poly of course i want to get tested see i'd be like fuck that give me the test or i'm going to go see someone else it's like it's just like (laughs) hey doc at the end of the day you're doing a customer service job i don't have to see you there are other fucking doctors Give me yeah. the fucking test. It's not like so, you're drug seeking. It'd be one thing if you're like, hey, I want this script. And he's like, whoa, breaks. You're like, I want an STD test to I'm make like, sure I like my coochie's clean. STD test like every couple, like every couple weeks. And they're like, hmm, seems suspicious. And I'm like. Have what? I'm like, I just, I'm like, what are you saying? Oh, my God. I, yeah. Anyway, they're just. They're just crazy. So I love my doctor now. He's great. He's very sweet. He's just like, no, 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 here you go. I actually helped improve my life with my allergies. So thank you. I mean, what do you, what do you potentially fucking, yeah, fuck, whatever. Like, what are you? Just give me this. Dude, you put me on some, this one guy put me on some steroid treatment and that didn't help. All I freaking need is to take a Sudafed. But that just equals I'm coma serious. in my experience. You know what like, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, just take a Sudafed and your fucking life won't be hell. Oh, wow. Imagine. Dude, those steroids, they were even a low dose. They, like, took a toll on my body. You know, like, they gave me steroids for my allergies, this other doctor. And, like, it really was, like, for a few days, I was just, like, whoa. Like, just feeling, like, off. So raging, were you tearing phone books in half? Like maybe I don't know. Right, written down. Yeah, but it's just like 
But then just to find out that all he fucking needed was a Sudafed was just like, are you kidding me? I mean, doctors are fallible, fallible fucking humans. Like, it's just a thing. Like, like all I needed was a Sudafed. Just a Sudafed. Just she one. wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> all I wanted was a Sudafed. Just one Sudafed. She, she wouldn't give, give it to me. I'm not crazy institution. Sorry. You're the one crazy institution. Well, I, I have a suicidal tendencies sweater that has Kurt Cobain on the back of it that my friend made. That, that is goddamn ridiculous. I'm never getting rid of it. It's Nor like, should you. Nor should you. I'll probably get a new one soon because it's getting old. That That's kind of amazing. Send merch. you the link. Subliminal SF. Like San Francisco, subliminal SF. Like we'll sub- check that out. That that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh wow. He made one that's. He made it, and like Chris Rock ended up seeing it and reposting it, and then freaking what's his name from the police? Sting. Ended up seeing it, and he got a cease and desist from the police. He took that famous picture of the police with their arms crossed. Yeah. And he he put fuck NWA in front of it. Oh, I saw that shirt. That's him. Oh, okay. And Chris Rock posted it. And then before you fucking know it, cease and desist. He fights it, though, because it's like, it's parody. Right. It should be fair. Did he win? He's been cease and desisted a lot. What he usually, I sh- what he usually does is he handles it. He's lost some things. Doesn't sell them anymore. Couple, but like he's handled. He has a the LA Dodgers Slayer shirt. He hasn't. Oh, they yeah, they went after him for that one. Oh, well, Rick, Slayer's Slayer unfortunately Richard is very Pryor. litigious about their fucking merch. Richard Pryor's wife went after him for the High on Fire shirt. Yup. <laughs> um. Who else? Yeah, I'm like, how many people have tried to sue you, bro? <laughs> I mean, if that's your business, you're kind of like attracting enemies professionally at that point. It's just, it's just like, <laughs> no, he's fine. He he follows the rules. Like, if it's really an issue, he will take it down. And like, you know, it's just like what it is. But. He makes some cool stuff. I love it. It makes me happy. No, all that stuff sounds fucking amazing. I I love dumb stuff like that. Like, I have this butter spray. Butter. It's a meme thing that I got at Omega Mart. It's like a big, giant thing of butter scented air freshener. (laughs) That's kind of wacky. Want to see it? Yes. For the audio audience, we are going to get butter air spray. Who told you this was Butter. Do not eat. <laughs> Home freshening spray. Seriously, don't eat this. What happens if you eat it? You thought, well, that's what the bottle says. You thought this was butter? I can't believe you thought this was butter. This is definitely not butter. It really, it's water out. It's really like an air freshener. It's can butter infuse your linens with a fresh and vibrant aroma of spring can butter cut through unpleasant odors like a knife through butter? Absolutely not. Who told you this was butter? Never eat this. 
It really smells like butter. Do you just spray your apartment? Like no, I got it. No, no, no. We went to Omega. My uh, partner and I went to Omega Mart, and I got a. I got this, and I got. I like memes, and I like to laugh at shit. And I thought it was just really funny, like to have this random shit in my house. I have a box of done. It's it, and it just like makes me happy. It's like art, you know. Like I keep it in my house. It's just art. See, so yeah, like I'm bummed. It's- Oh, that's awesome. I, I'm bummed that I didn't get to go hit Omega Mart while I was in Vegas. I was, well, come, come back. Well, I, I need an excuse to come back. Like, I was out there working for the last couple months. And like, oh, yeah, I'll go hit Omega Mart. I'll go hit Omega I, Mart. And then I don't have that gig anymore. I so. heard you were. I That's right. You were out here. Yep, yep. Yeah. We were supposed to do this in person and shit. And then, like. I know. Uh, it's my, okay. We'll We'll meet. We'll meet and meet space at some point. Hopefully no before time. my funeral. No time for it. You're done. Done. Yeah. Sometimes I just look at it when I'm like doing my laundry. Cause I have, I really do. I put it on the shelf. There's nothing in it. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing in it. Some of the stuff they sell there, even though it's got joke labels, it is like actual candy or stuff like that. But they, I have just an empty box of done. I keep it in my laundry room. And sometimes when I'm doing my laundry. I look up and I'm just like, I'm done. I'm fucking done today. Like my box, I need it. I'm just done. My box is done. It's, there's no time for it. And if it's not done, try ultra done. That's what it says on the side. <laughs> it's so good. Like, how do you like? I that's it's, I just put stupid shit around me all the time. I wear like dumb shirts that make me laugh. There's nothing I, wrong with that. I like to laugh. I like to have funny things going on. I don't know. I like doomy and gloomy stuff, but I like to laugh. I watch Rick and Morty and I laugh. I'm like, I watch lots of stuff. I, watch. I was so angry last night that there was not a new episode. I haven't watched anything past the first one of the new season yet. Because well, I haven't tried. Unfortunately, the season finale is not happening until September 5th, so you have time. Oh, to okay, up. that's what you were going to say. I just wanted to forewarn you that. Oh, I no, I, I wasn't going to do spoilers. I literally like. No, I just want to make sure. <laughs> last night at like midnight, because like I bought it on iTunes. I'm like, they oh, did it's. That to a- us. They did that to us with that season, though, where they split it in fucking half. Well, yeah, but they specifically said the season was going to be in whole. And I'm like, awesome. I'm going to go watch the. Wait a minute. No new episode? What the fuck? But they always do that on TV. They always make you wait a few weeks for the last episode. It's so stupid. Fuck you, TV. I they want that shit. They always do it. Netflix it's- has fucking spoiled me. I want it all right fucking now. I know. I get like so. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to watch it right now. Just blow through it. I love that shit. I love Netflix. I, I like too. Hulu. Hulu, yeah. I mean, I can live without the commercials from Hulu. I I pay for the no commercials. Yo, uh, when we get off air, let me get that login. Like, no, kidding, kidding, kidding. I actually take it down sometimes because sometimes I'm watching something on Netflix and I'm invested. So then I turn my Hulu off for the month because I'm like, there's no point. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm not watching SVU right now. I will watch my SVU a month from now. Let's see, they... They got me, like, because I got the whole Disney bundle, so I can have ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, Ooh, and fucking. Do you Hulu. have HBO though? I do. Sopranos and Curb. 
Dude, I, I rewatched. Watch Righteous Gemstones, then it's on there. I, I'll watch it. I literally just recently rewatched uh, all three seasons of The Deuce. I've never seen that. Everybody tells me to watch it. Oh, it's great. It's great. 70s New York is just a great backdrop. And it's interesting, especially being in the biz, being like, oh, this is like when it really was an outlaw fucking industry. Very nice. Bravo. Bravo. Golf clap. clap. I'll have to watch it for sure because. I know when it first came out, everyone's like, how dare James Franco do a show about the biz? I'm like, well, first of all, James Franco is not tasteful. He's a good actor, but like he is a per- like. Are we really shocked? No. But at the end of the day, it's actually Dave Simon who created The Wire. Yeah. Like Franco's a producer, but Dave Simon who created The Wire is actually the creator writer of this fucking thing, and it's really well done. I have to watch The Wire. I haven't seen a lot of stuff. I'm. Ca- I just saw The Sopranos for the first time. This the Wire. Week. The Wire is better. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just giving you context for how behind I am on life. Well, you'll catch up. Don't worry. You'll get there. I'll be doing other shit besides watching so much stuff. And then it's, I don't know. I watch things. You'll get there. I I have faith. I I will get there one day. I want to hit my bong again, but I don't think I'm allowed to. Why not? Am I allowed to on here? Mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask. Because everybody's different. Some people are like, no. I mean, it just means I have to check market for drug use. I mean. Oh, oh my God. You have to tell everybody that I'm a druggie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, it's, it's also a fictional drug. I was really is, joking. This isn't real. I mean, this is all fictional. No, this is just us talking. This is just I a prop. This is a prop. This isn't real drugs. I could have another white claw, but this is going to fuck me up. Well, we're actually going to be rapping here in just a moment. Because yeah, I don't want to have another white claw. I want to have a bong hit. Oh, and my pink bong. Have that bong hit, and then we're going to call last call on this motherfucker, and you can tell everyone to f- where to find all your shit. But first, the bong hit. It is a very, very healthy bong hit for the audio audience. Uh. So little work and they find you on the thing. I like to smoke weed. I take breaks, but nothing wrong with it. Um, where do you want to find me? Where can they find you on the things? Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I have Twitter again. If anybody's listening, don't from Twitter, don't listen. <laughs> I'm Lita Bangs, L-I-T-A, like Lita Ford. Like Lolita without the low, but that's not why I'm named. So just so you remember. So I'm Lita Bangs, like bangs, like hit stuff, banging Lita Bangs. And then every on Twitter or on Instagram, I'm just Lita Lecherous, my full name. Um, I have same with OnlyFans. If you want to see me naked, you'll see me naked everywhere. You can look me up on Pornhub. You can Google my name. You can literally Google my name and find a lot of things about me. <laughs> you can see some things. <laughs> some some stuff and some things. You can see some things. I, I Google myself every now and then. Uh, you'll see my website, lecherouslita.com. Everything is mostly my name. Or you just remember goth hyphen gf.com because i'm the goth gf i'm the goth gf for you 
Fuck yeah. And just remember, very cute. When I die, Lita is going to fuck me. I'm going to at my at my funeral, so. I'm going to fuck his corpse. Yep. So. Remember that because Not before then. No, at no time before then. I'm saving myself for death. Corpse, that's a specific word. Right. No, I'm I'm just putting it out there saving myself for death. To make amends for the fact that <laughs> Don't cancel me. (laughs) No, no canceling. No canceling. No cancels. But as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Mm